0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on go GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's the fast lane on 101 ESPN with former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. And joining us right now via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line is our guy, Matt Holiday. We haven't had a chance to talk to Matt in a while. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. How we doing? How are you
1: doing? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. Just uh, carting some kids around, and uh, you know, just just doing it.
0: Matt, we we I don't think we've had a chance to talk to you since uh, since since the you, you shared the news that you weren't going to be uh, Cardinals bench coach, and uh, you know, now that we're a couple of months removed from it, how do you feel?
1: You know, uh, I feel good. Obviously. Um, as much as I'd love to be down in Jupiter and and back part of the organization. And, um, I I just, uh, felt as I was getting, you know, spring training was getting closer and and starting to think about some of the things that I was going to miss. And, um, you know, a lot of the same reasons that I retired and and stopped playing or a lot of the reasons that that are still there. and, And so, um, I, uh, just, you know, when it comes down to it, you know being being able to have some some uh, some freedom to go and watch my kids do the things that they love to do and be around them is is uh, the most important thing to me at this time in my life and and so I uh, you know sometimes you you have to say no to things you really want to do to say yes to other things and so um, by saying you know I was I was uh you know making a decision that I felt was best for me and my family and and uh, like I said it was it was more of a reflection on, on uh just wanting to, to be able to watch my kids uh and, and than than necessarily not wanting to do you know, do the bench job. I, I obviously have a passion for baseball and would love to sit next to Ollie and, and help him um, you know, and, and be um part of the organization, but it just uh you know, at this time, you know, it just, I have to do what's best for me, so that's what happened.
2: Matt, did it uh Did your decision uh, come following some of the demands we had in the fast lane here of being down, uh, you know, in the dugout with you and on road trips and things like that?
1: You know, uh, Jamie, that was one of the part of it that I was really looking forward to. I I was I was actually uh, looking forward to trying to break some barriers, you know, and try to uh, try to get some things done that maybe hadn't been done before. So uh that, that that was not uh that did not weigh in on uh, on the ultimate decision so um i uh you know a lot, lot's changed since i talked to you guys last now that you know the fast lane is just uh you two and brad's moved on and um so you know, it's a, it's a different landscape than the last time I talked to you guys. Well, yeah,
2: but it's not all that different, because I feel like a lot of the times you just got <laughs> us anyway. That's true. Brad was never doing that. <laughs> uh, Matt, that leads us to a very
0: important question, since uh, you're not going to take the Cardinals bench job. And uh, Brad absolutely did take the, the the work with the Cardinals and uh, Bally Sportsman West. We've got an open chair now, yeah, we Matt. Do. It's and wide it sounds, open. I'm staring at it. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a lot of time on your hands. I know you talked <laughs> about the kids and all that. Bring but them. Matt. We got four mics. Bring them in, exactly.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Well, uh, I could definitely call in more often. Uh, you know, maybe I'll get a uh, a mic or a headset, or you guys can plug me in so it's a clear. It doesn't sound like I'm on a phone all the time. But uh, I'd definitely be up to be on more often. So you will have nice. to. Uh, I talked to the, the powers that be, but I uh, I could definitely uh, do this more often if, if that's something you guys wanted. Oh, definitely.
2: Oh, yeah. No, as far as I'm concerned, that's a verbally binding legal contract that we now have. <laughs> and, uh, Matt, I can tell you this personally. I'll have Mike Ryder send you what we call access units. It's mm-hmm. a computer with a yeah. professional headset, and then we put you on Zoom in here. So you could even, like, be in the room with us, kind of. We'll absolutely oh, I- do that. I could I uh, could see
1: the uh, the BB gun shots on Anthony every <laughs> Whoa, time. Whoa, hey,
2: Matt, we won last year. I mean, year. it's accurate. We did win, but still.
0: No, it's fair, Matt. It's yeah. fair. I haven't been. It hasn't been great the last couple of years, but uh, we <laughs> won nonetheless. Matt, Matt Holiday, joining us right now on the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. Uh, Matt, we've got spring training coming up. Just as a, a former former player that played a while, you know, vet, veteran guy do you still get the itch during spring training or is that more like opening day when you can watch those festivities did you like spring training or was it tedious
1: yeah i love spring training actually uh i tell people a lot that that was that was one of my favorite times of the year because um you know you you get the baseball you get your teammates you get the camaraderie um and then you get you know nights off at at home you can have dinner you can have people over we used to have the guys over a lot and, uh, there's a lot of lot of lot of hangout time and nice weather. You can go to the beach, and um, it was it was honestly the, the spring training is is a, is a was a really fun time for our family, and it was a lot of good family time. So I used to look forward to it. You know, a lot of times you're you know a lot of guys are coming from a little colder weather. They can get down there, and it's it's nice outside, and you can do things with your kids. And um, so I, I always really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's obviously not the same adrenaline uh that you get for regular season games and, and when the season starts but as far as uh just kind of a a, a fun time i i always loved it
2: matt talking about spring training uh, a lot of eyeballs a ton of focus on a young man called jordan walker um yeah look he he's yet to even you know take an at bat at the triple a level let alone in the majors but well, what are realistic expectations for the young man? Because there's some, you know, you've got people here in St. Louis that are like, "Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna be the difference maker this year. He's the X mm-hmm. factor in the Cardinals outfield." Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't know personally what realistic expectations mm-hmm. are.
1: Well, I think the opportunity, obviously, is, is probably the key factor. At least for me, is is how much opportunity is he going to get? You know, what what kind of at bats um, is he going to get? Um, so I I think he's got the ability and the talent to, if he, if you just plugged him into right field and said, Hey, we're going to play him 140 games this year. I think, you know, realistically you could, you could expect, you know, 20 to 25 homers and, and, uh, you know, hit again, I haven't seen him enough to go. This is what I think he's going to do at the major league level, but based on some of the numbers and some of the things that he's done at the levels, he's done them uh and and the way that he could hit the ball the other way i think it's it's safe to say that he would he would put up above average statistics in in right field i just don't know if if uh you know if, if they're ready to just kind of throw him out there for for a full season um with with some of the returning guys that they have and, and you're trying to figure out where all the at bats are going to come from for for Newbar and carlson and o'neill and um, you know, what you, do you want to put a young player at DH and and, and you know what that all looks like? Is Gorman gonna get a chance to DH? And so I think when you when you look at the team, if you told me, you know, kind of what his at bats would look like for the season, I think I could give you a, a better guess of what the expectations should be. Um but I do think at some point this year he'll have a, a major impact and I, I think that um he's got the ability to to be a, a high end. I mean I think best case is Rodriguez with the Mariners. I mean, that's, that's you know he probably doesn't run quite as well as him, but I, I think as far as home runs and, and production would be like that'd be like the top end, and then you know if he ends up coming up in September and, and uh, showing signs of what he could do uh, next year, I think that's probably the low end. And so um, you know I, I think it, it depends on opportunity, and that would be I think that's a fun part to watch here this spring.
2: If we stick in the outfield for a second, uh, you know, a healthy Tyler O'Neill, a healthy Dylan Carlson, Lars Neupar looking to continue to take strides in the right direction. Um, a, I, I shouldn't say a lot is being made up, but it certainly was made up a, a couple of days ago when Tyler O'Neill, you know, basically said he wanted to you know, compete for center field. What do you oh. make of that? Is, is that something that happens regularly in baseball where you get a guy that uh, just feels like he wants to try a position again and, and, You know, do you think he would make a good center fielder? Yeah, I mean, I I think that happens. You know, I
1: think it happens where guys will say, hey, you know, I think I can play center field. If it best, you know, helps the team for me to play center, I'll I'll play center. I I think what you want to hear is I'll play wherever you want me to play. And I think that that's, um, you know, we hear Aaron Judge saying, you know, coming off an MVP season, yeah, I'll play left field. If If we're comfortable in right field, I'll play left field, no problem. Um, so I don't know what the motive is. Uh, I don't know if he, if he feels more comfortable, uh, with angles and, and reading the ball in center field, or if, you know, if he thinks that, you know, potentially looking at f- head to free agency, that he'd be more valuable if he could play center field. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know what the motives might be on, on uh, on, on, ver- you know, verbalizing his, his, uh, want to, to compete for center field. Um, but you know, I, I, I think you, you look at that group of outfielders and then, it's, it's, it's the organization and, and management and, and Ollie, obviously, to, to make a decision on who fits best where and what gives us the best chance to win the championship. And I think that, you know, if that's Tyler O'Neill in center field to open up a spot for Walker or, you know, I don't know how that all, you know, if they trade somebody or if, you know, if you end up, um, you know, how, how, that, how all of those pieces fit in. I, I think is, is you, you want the guys to say, hey, put me wherever it helps us win. And I think that that's, that's what you're looking for.
0: Last thing for Matt Holiday here in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Matt's going to be joining us uh, each and every week now in the fast lane as the baseball season uh, nears. But, Matt, going back to the young player, not specifically with Jordan Walker, just any, for any young player, you as uh, a player and as a hitting coach you know, at the collegiate level, when it comes to a young hitter, What's the most challenging aspect of making it at the big league level, and then what is the thing that could can can help a young player stick offensively?
1: You know, I think the most challenging is is um, is one time through the league, and then they start to pitch you. They try to try to expose your holes. Um, you know, I, I think that you know with all the data and the and the video that they can, you know, that they're going to pitch you to where, you know, they have all these hot and cold zones and they have, you know, they have these heat maps on, on every player and where they hit. And in, in, in the big leagues, they just can execute those pitches better. And so they're, gonna, they're gonna, you're going to have to adjust and be able to, to hit different pitches and different locations. And, um, you know, that, that part of it, I think, for a young player is probably the hardest, is being able to, to, uh, to, to close holes and, and be able to uh, sort of adjust on the fly. Um, so I I think that that's, you know, as a, as a coach, um, you're hoping to, to, to stay ahead of the curve, so to speak, and and help them recognize where, uh, teams are trying to get them out. And then, you know, if you hit the ball out over the plate really well, then you can't chase off the inside corner. If you, if they, if they're trying to pound you in, you got to take the ball and, and, and make them, you know, get ahead in the count. And then they have to come, come to you out over the plate. So I think that the chess game, um, uh, of, of, what they're trying to do to young hitters to me is 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 the most fun to watch and challenging part uh as you watch it, young guys like Jordan Walker and uh you know potentially some of these other young guys are going to get opportunities this year and uh you know you guys like Yepes and and some of these guys that 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 had some success uh, you know the league has seen them now and and you know that sophomore slump a lot of that's just you know they're going to they're going to pound uh you know the the place that they struggled with last year and so Um, that's, that's what, you know, I think that you'll see. And and that's always, you know, the cat and mouse of, of, uh, of, uh, making sure you stick to what you're good at, but also, you know, starting to be able to cover what you struggled with and at least get them out of there. You know, if you struggled inside, be able to get them out of there. And if you struggle out over the plate, be able to take some base hits the other way. Um, so that they just can't live in one spot and and get you out easily.
0: Dude, it's good. It's good to have you on these airwaves again, man. We missed you.
1: I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, it's good to talk to you guys, and so I'm looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely, we'll talk to you again next week, Matt. All
1: right, all right, guys. All right,
0: have see a great weekend. Have a great see see you. That's Matt Holiday here in the Fast Lane on One Hundred and One at ESPN.